एच आई वी एड्स एंड चिल्ड्रन द मेयर मैंशन ऑफ द वर्ल्ड एच आई वी इन एसोसिएशन विद अ चाइल्ड रेज इज मैनी क्वेश्चन मोस्ट चिल्ड्रन सफर फ्रॉम एच आई वी डिसीज अनकॉन्शियसली इन वॉलेंटरीली और ड्यू टू सर्कमस्टेंसेज फॉर दिस पेरेंट्स एंड एडल्ट मेंबर्स कम्युनिटी एंड सोसाइटी आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल can anyone imagine the anguish and remorse of a mother when she holds her doomed child in her arms on the other hand there are no answers to many vital questions concerning hiv infection in children here it is an attempt to analyze the various factors responsible for children getting infected with the human immunodeficiency virus or hiv let us look at the modes of transmission of hiv among children HIV affects children in many ways some of the known sources or situations are given below like mother to child transmission this transmission could occur in the womb during the time of birth and through breastfeeding children who may be sexually abused children who are at risk of infection include street children child prostitutes and devadasis institutionalized children like those who are kept at remand homes or juvenile homes and similar institutions where child abuse takes place are also at risk of getting infected with hiv children with diseases like hemophilia and thalassemia are also at risk of getting infected with hiv a child can also be infected due to cultural practices like circumcision tattooing and genital mutilation Let us try to discuss some of the routes of HIV transmission among children. Mother to child transmission. Mother to child transmission is by far the largest source of HIV infection in the child children below the age of 15 years. In countries where blood for transfusion and blood products are regularly screened and where clean syringes and needles are widely available in health centers and hospitals, mother to child transmission is virtually the only source of infection among young children the extremely high rates of hiv infection among women of child bearing age in some parts of the world an increasing risk of infection among women everywhere is therefore a profound cause for worry a child whose mother is hiv positive can be infected in three ways in the womb before birth HIV has been detected in very early fetus and in umbilical cord blood. A baby can also be infected during delivery by the mother's infected blood or vaginal secretions. This is because during the time of birth the child's skin is very soft and then which paves the way for the virus to get into its body. The third means of transmission from the mother to child is from breastfeeding. Researchers now believe that the handful of documents case documented cases where mother did transmitted HIV by breastfeeding was atypical. In each instance, the mother had received infected blood during blood transfusion immediately following birth and was therefore unusually infectious while she was breastfeeding because of high levels of virus in her blood. It is estimated that about 90% pregnant rural women are anemic requiring blood transfusions. Medical researchers estimate that the risk of transmission via breast milk is about 30% for mothers who are postnatally infected.
the risk is even higher for women who are infected which is as much as 41% it may be noted that human milk supply to infant from milk banks operational in some of the hospitals in the country could also be a source of hiv infection if the milk is not tested for hiv similarly infants should not be fed with breast milk of women whose hiv status is unknown prevention there are various ways and means to prevent mother to child transmission at various stages some of these prevention methods are follows the protection of girl and women from hiv infection hiv transmission can be minimized among women and child bearing age if they are provided adequate information on, on hiv aids this strategy is sometimes referred to as primary prevention it involves promoting abstinence before marriage responsible sexual behavior among couples providing them with knowledge about hiv aids and how to prevent infection and ensuring that they have the necessary personal skills and access to marital and sexual health counseling services so that they can act on their knowledge it also means providing good quality user friendly prevention and treatment programs for other sexually transmitted diseases stds the presence of which increases the risk of hiv transmission to as much as from 6 to 10 fold and crucially it means taking steps to deal with the cultural legal and economic factors that make girls and women vulnerable to hiv infection by protecting them from such exposures the provision of safe healthy and accessible family planning services safe healthy and accessible family planning services will enable women to avoid unwanted pregnancies the aim is to ensure informed reproductive choice if a woman is found to be hiv positive counseling should enable her to give up the desire for conceiving which will further cause her health to deteriorate besides the chances of child being born hiv positive is 25 to 30% provision of hiv counseling testing and treatment an integrated package of measures consisting of voluntary hiv counseling and testing vct the provision of antiretroviral drug for hiv positive pregnant women counseling on infant feeding and support for the feeding methods chosen by the mother can also minimize the chances of hiv transmission among children this package is often referred to as pptc program prevention of parent to child cesarean section an hiv positive mother should opt for a cesarean section which will reduce the chances of the child getting infected during delivery breastfeeding the choice of breastfeeding or not breastfeeding should be made by the mother the benefits as well as disadvantages must be conveyed to the mother and she should be allowed to make a choice her choice needs to be respected children at risk of infection street children india has the dubious distinction of having the highest number of street children most of these children are found in the big cities of the country they earn their living through rag picking working in hotels involvement in prostitution etc this group is the most vulnerable because of the nature of work and resultant exposure the most vulnerable are the girl street children we will dwell at some length on the risks that they are exposed to puberty brings new stresses into young street girls lives these girls do not have mothers or female relatives to explain to them that menstrual periods are part of normal life or help them cope with their anxieties most of them are sexually abused even before they are ten the street girl may not also develop a positive attitude about menstruation or reproductive cycle 
their poor nutritional status can make their menstruation menstrual cycle irregular they may not understand why months pass in between their periods and may incorrectly conclude that they are pregnant or sick avoiding an unwanted pregnancy may be constant stress for an adolescent girl this is especially true when viewed in the context of the high incidence of sexual abuse rape and victimization suffered by the girls on the streets they hardly have the emotional physical and financial resources needed for a pregnancy or for motherhood an unsafe abortion often the only option for street girl can cause severe health problems as well as emotional distress and in some cases death street girls needing abortion usually approach roadside doctors that is quacks this further increases the risk of their reproductive health and also exposes them to other exploitative situations the tenderness of the age of street girls does not appear to reduce their risk of sexual abuse very often girl child of all age group are sexually abused or raped in big cities hooligans pressurize families to vacate the shanties they occupy the very often use rape as a weapon to terrorize them many of them land in brothels against their will they have no marriage or family life under such circumstances a girl child is exposed to risk factors causing hiv infection street girl children may also include in drug abuse most of them pick up the habit unknowingly devadasis the devadasi system is a practice in indian india since ancient times when young girls of certain section of society were trained as skilled courtesans and were initiated into the profession through a ritual in temple this was propagated by goddess yellamma this practice is still prevalent in india especially in the states of karnataka and maharashtra particularly among some of the economically weaker sections of the society young girls are offered to the temple priest and other sexually exploited these girls before they have their first menstruation many of these girls get infected with hiv and several of them also land up in brothels or the flesh market children of commercial sex workers while other communities in india dread the birth of a girl child and celebrate the birth of son her mother the brother the brothel keeper and pimps welcome the girl child of a prostitute as a potential source of income millions of children of prostitutes in the country have no other option than to follow the profession of their mothers given the pre- present situation of hiv aids in the country many of these children of prostitutes are likely to be hiv infected either from their infected mothers or through customers who engage them for sex at very tender ages prevention some of the ways to prevent the spread of hiv among children at risk of infection are strict enforcement of available legislations to protect the safeguard children from exploitation rehabilitation of street children and children of commercial sex workers awareness program and education for street children and child laborers sensitization of the general masses to enable them to see children as precious gift of god and not as commodities to be exploited and abused adoption measures children suffering from thalassemia hemophilia and drug abuse thalassemia is a hereditary disease widespread in the mediterranean countries asia and africa in this disease there is an abnormal abnormality in the protein part of the hemoglobin molecule the affected red cells cannot function normally leading to anemia 
Other symptoms include enlargement of spleen and abnormalities of the bone marrow. The spleen is the scavenger of the body. It destroys the death blood corpuscles, but in case where spleen cannot get adequate blood, it also takes over the function of making it. This does great harm. The body does not get good quality blood and the spleen enlarges to be able to meet the demand of the new role. Hence, it starts destroying more red blood cells. The exact number of thalassemic cases in the country is not known. According to one estimate, every year approximately 5,000 thalassemic babies are born in India. Patients with the disease have to undergo repeated blood transfusions. Several patients are believed to have contracted the dreaded disease from infected blood transfusions. There are reports from some of the hospitals situated from across the country about HIV transmission through blood transfusion. Hemophilia. Hemophilia is an inherited condition which mainly affects men. The condition involves a reduced capacity for the blood to clot due to a deficiency of factor 8. Consequently, an otherwise minor accident can in such patients be dangerous because the person continues to bleed. Most bleeding occurs internally. The patient suffering from hemophilia is prone to HIV infection because they also require transfusions of blood or use of blood products and these may be infected with HIV. Intravenous drug users. HIV is easily transmitted when persons share infected needles. Small volumes of contaminated blood remains inside previously used needle and syringes thereby providing opportunity to transmit virus via their infected contents. In India and northeastern region and specifically bordering states with neighboring countries are threatened by the spread of HIV through intravenous drug abuse. Drug use is rampant among the millions of street children whom the Indian cities shelter. Prevention Some of the methods of prevention to reduce HIV transmission through blood and blood products are given below. First, Compulsory testing of blood for HIV before blood transfusion. Testing of blood for HIV has been made mandatory in all developed nations and some of the developing countries. In these countries, every unit of blood is tested for HIV and the governments guarantee full safety of every unit of blood. But in India and many other developing nations, the testing facilities are not adequate. There is also a dearth of trained personnel in blood banks. Therefore, one should make sure that every unit of blood is screened for HIV before transfusion through ELISA, Western blot or PCR test depending upon the source and time gap between donation and transfusion. Professional blood donation should be avoided. In India, a large number of professional blood donors have been found to be HIV infected. Therefore, accepting blood from professional blood donors has to be discouraged. Instead. Every institution and agency in the country should promote voluntary blood donation to meet the blood requirement in the country. Although the Supreme Court of India has banned professional blood donation, one should not take anything for granted. One should make sure that fresh needles are used each time to collect blood from a person through ELISA, Western blot or PCR. Compulsory Sterilization of lab instrument. Sterilization is defined as destruction of all the microbes, including bacterial spores. High level disinfection is defined as the destruction of all microbes. Therefore, 
equipment used for procedures that draw blood example dental and clinical equipments or instrument piercing of the skin must be sterilized instruments which involve piercing of the skin by needles as in the case of tattooing piercing of the ear nose acupuncture etc if not sterilized in the proper manner present a degree of risk of transmission of the hiv virus when outside the human body the hiv virus has been known to be delicate and difficult to transmit it is easily detectivated deactivated by heat at 56 degrees celsius chemicals such as bleach are effective sterilization agents it is important to note that antiseptics such as detol are ineffective for sterilization program elements for children in families affected by the hiv epidemic many of the striking images of hiv epidemic are found in families a grandparents surrounded by grandchildren adolescent headed families sibling and cousins bonded together dying adults being taken care of by their children and communities it is important to focus on such families rather than only on children youth or adults this allows for an infamilial and longitudinal analysis of needs skills and resources of families affected by hiv which provide the different bases for determining and ranking the required responses while specific program components will vary according to the stage of disease progression the situation culture and resource of each country or community some main strategic program element have been identified these are not meant to be exhaustive nor are they operational in nature the specific means of addressing each area may vary from the situation to another let us briefly examine each of these areas suggested by elizabeth reed 1993 Components of this program elements could include access to voluntary confidential and affordable counseling and testing for adults and the motivation to use available services disclosure of child's infection to both parents through counseling continued employment of the hiv infected people simple treatment of opportunistic infection passing on to children's production and income generating skills planning children's future care protection of children's inheritance and other legal rights prevention of infection while caring for the sick assisting children whose parents have died children whose parents have died of hiv related illness have often also lived through the deaths of the other close to them brothers and sisters aunts and uncles cousins friends and increasingly grandparents their very will to live has often been undermined if they are to grow and develop as human beings and as members of civil society they need love and care and the opportunity to form and maintain emotional ties with others their material and psychological needs will have to be met their right to remain integral member of their communities and their legal rights may be at risk and need protection consideration can be given to the provision of services to all children within an area heavily affected by the epidemic rather than only to those whose parents have died of hiv aids The latter approach may lead to resentment and stigmatization of children who receive targeted assistance. Components of this program elements could include minimizing children's psychological and emotional trauma, keeping survivors as integral members of their communities, providing basic material needs affected families often require direct assistance, education training and employment creation. Children's 
social and adolescents development needs to grow and develop into an adult capable of constructive social interaction children need to be nurtured and stimulated adolescent sexual development need meeting the special need of hiv infected children as with adults most symptomatic hiv infected children do not know that they are infected they continue to lead normal daily lives simply infected infection control procedures can protect all family members or institutional workers from transmission of the virus both mandatory and voluntary testing has been advocated to determine the hiv status of orphans however there are serious ethical issues involved in testing and disclosure of children issues which need to be determined include who wants to know and why will it benefit the child tested and how who should determine this and how can a child give informed consent to testing perspectives and policy needs to be drawn up in the area infants and children with hiv related illness may have special care needs meeting them in more difficult where one or both the parents is or are also infected or has died components of this program elements could include support to families with sick children promotion of non discrimination policies and program reaching children and adolescents who are vulnerable among and within families affected by hiv epidemic there will be some children or families of children at particular risk of destitution and of hiv infection urban families without the support of their extended families families who for whatever reason are on the streets children suffering sexual abuse with families etc for many of these young people survival sex in exchange for money clothing affection shelter food etc is a basic coping strategy components of this program elements could include assistant to street children reducing the susceptibility of young women to infection reducing the number of affected children this objective can be achieved by decreasing the number of adults becoming hiv infected highest priority must be given to bringing about attitude and behavioral changes and the change in the community norms and values required to bring this about because those with less control over their own lives are at greater risk efforts to be imp- improve the social economic status of the most destitute and measures to empower women are critical to reduce the spread of the virus let us talk about the rights of the child suffering from hiv aids the united nations convention on the rights of the child in the context of hiv aids has spelled out principles for reducing the children's vulnerability to infection and for protecting children from discrimination because of their real or perceived hiv aids status governments need to ensure that the best interests of the children with regard to hiv aids are promoted and addressed they can use this human right framework state should include hiv aids as disability laws exist to strengthen the protection of people living with hiv aids against discrimination state the profile of the children suffering from hiv special measures to be taken by the government to prevent and minimize the impact of hiv aids caused by trafficking forced prostitution sexual exploitation inability to negotiate safe sex sexual abuse use of injecting drugs and harmful traditional practices children's right to life survival and development should be guaranteed 
children's right to confidentiality and privacy in regard to their hiv status should be recognized this include the recognition that hiv testing should be voluntary and done with the informed consent of the person involved which should be obtained in the context of pre-test counseling if the children's legal guardian are involved they should pay due regard to the child's view if the child is of a an age or maturity to have such views children should have access to social benefits including social security and social insurance children should have access to hiv aids prevention education and information and to the means of prevention measures should be taken to remove social cultural political and religious barriers that block children's access to these children should have access to hiv aids prevention education and information both in school and out of school irrespective of their hiv aids status children should have access to health care services and programs and barriers to access encountered by especially vulnerable groups should be removed children should enjoy adequate standards of living source the role of committee of, on the rights of the children and its health and its impact on hivs problems and prospects presentation by world health organization global programs on hiv aids at aids and child rights the impact on the asia pacific region bangkok thailand 21 26 november 1995 so here we have started our discussion start, stating that most children have acquired aids through no fault of their own in most cases parents or adult members in most cases parents or adult members of the family or societies are responsible today on a global scale children are becoming infected at about the rate of one child at every minute as far as india is concerned hiv infection rate is increasing very rapidly among children hiv affects children in many ways if we categorize hiv infected children then the major group will be mother to child transmission children who are at the highest risk of infection like street children child prostitutes devadasis etc and children with diseases like hemophilia thalassemia drug addicts cultural practices like circumcision and genital mutilation as the rate of hiv as a whole is increasing it is found that many children are orphaned for the development of this group of orphaned children some strategy and planning should be made in the last section of the discussion some of the proposed rights of the hiv infected children suggested at the bangkok meeting by who have been enumerated